Welcome to Your Best Riding Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Riders Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week, I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. I am so glad you're listening in today. Today, we're going to be talking about how to book a podcast tour. Oh, this is fabulous. And my guest, my industry expert, oh, you are going to love what she has to offer. Today, I have Susan Neal here. Let me tell you a little bit about Susan. She is a certified, awesome writer coach, and that's the Advanced Writer Speakers Association. She's a certified coach through them. Susan's a nurse, and she has an MBA, and her desire is to help others publish and sell their God-given message. I really like that, to help you publish and sell your God-given message, because we recognize the source. This is, this is sweet. Susan is the author of seven healthy living books, her self-published number one Amazon bestseller, Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbohydrates, won the Sela Award and sold over 17,000 copies in three years. Susan won the 2020 Christian Author Network Crown Award for Outstanding Broadcast Media for her book marketing campaign. She is the new director of the Christian Indie Publishing Association. Congratulations on that, Susan, and welcome to your best writing life. Thanks so much, Linda, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Share with us something that we might not find on your bio. I know you've got to have something going on. Well, I am a country girl at heart. I can look right out my window here at my chickens. I have six of them, so I get my own farm fresh eggs. I have a fruit orchard with oh, probably a dozen different varieties of fruit from April through November. I'm able to go outside and just pick a piece of fresh fruit and... Uh, I love horseback riding, and I used to have a horse, goats, and turkeys. Wow. That's, that's not only a full life. That's a full yard. <laughs> you, have a lot, you have a lot going on there. It really supports the area that you ride in as well, which is fabulous. And I will tell you, folks, I, I highly recommend Susan's book, the seven steps to get off sugar and carbohydrates. If you have not even looked at that aspect of your life and you have maladies that you're dealing with, this isn't what today's topic is, but you got to get a copy of the book. It's fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Well, today what we're going to do is we're going to go straight into the content, how to book a podcast tour. Susan, share with us, what type of process do you take to find applicable podcasts to query? those that really fit who we are? Well, first you have to find some. So you do that through networking. You know, you ask people that you know. Maybe you're at a writer's conference. You know, you're around the table. Does anyone have a podcast? See if it's, you know, would be something that it's applicable to you. Um, what about a professional associations? For example, um, my first podcast was booked by Jamie Hull, uh, with face-to-face -face mentoring, and she is an advanced writer and speaker association author just like me. So, you know, we were in the same professional association. Uh, I booked a podcast with a doctor who was from England, 
through Twitter. Yes, wow. we can find, yeah, we can find uh, different podcasts on social media. So I always look at the bio uh, for anybody who is friending me or I'm friending them and see if they have a podcast. And if they do, I see if it has anything to do with the healthy living genre, which is the genre, nonfiction genre that I write in, and I direct message them. So that's how that one came about. And then you could uh, get a couple of podcast subscriptions. I've subscribed to radioguestlists.com and podcastguests.com. Both of those cost $9 a month. And each week they send you podcasters who are actively seeking guests. There's also podmatch.com. Another way is to purchase a podcast directory. Christian Indie Publishing Association has one that's for sale. And if you go to cipa.podia or podia.com, there's a list of over 125 podcasts that are actively seeking guests and they're primarily in different Christian genres. You know, it, it just go you just goes on and on. Another way is you find a podcast and you you just love it, uh, and this is exactly the type of podcast that you would love to be on. Well, if you're on your iPhone with a little purple podcast button and you are on that podcast and you scroll down to the bottom. There's a section that says, you might also like. And there you go. There's a whole bunch of other podcasts that are exactly like uh, the one that you believe is is a great match for you. So that gives you a lot of different ways (laughs) to find podcasts. That is that is great. And I'm going to ask you again, I want you to repeat again where they would find that connection list that they can purchase on, okay. on your site there. So it, it's a list of 125 radio and podcast shows, and most of them have a Christian slant. And you can find that at dot. P-O-D-I-A dot com. So it's sepa.podia.com. And that's great. We'll, of course, have that in the show notes as well. But I just always like kind of reiterating something that someone is like, wait, what, what'd she say? And where's she? And so now we, we have that. And we also have the podmatch.com, the podcastguest.com. What is it? Radioguestlist.com. These are areas that we go to research, make sure that they fit us and fit what our, as you said, what our genre is. And I like what you shared. Find a podcast that you love. See, I like that because it's spending time there, making sure that what they're sharing is going to match what you have to offer them, because that kind of makes it a little bit easier for you to pitch or query, which is what we're going to talk about here next. Maybe just share a few tips regarding what your email queries look like when you have found 
that podcast you'd like to be on or radio show you'd like to be on. And, you know, your email query really relates to what you were saying, that you need to find a podcast that matches you. So when you do find a podcast, you want to listen to it. Okay, listen to several shows. You know, make sure it's, uh, you know, it's a professional show. There's no cussing, things like that. And you would want to be on that show. And then you want to take a look at the whole year in reference to their different topics. You don't Mm. want to repeat something that someone just had a topic about three months ago. That, that, you know, that's, that's too close of a repetition. So you want to, you know, do your research. And I also write an iTunes review for the show before I query, because us as authors understand how important a book review is. Well, that is how important an iTunes review is. So all of you should, you know, please go on your best writing life and, uh, <laughs> you know, simply go and go to the bottom there and please write a review because that really helps any show to be seen by more people, just like it shows the validity of your book when you have a couple of hundred book reviews on your book on Amazon. Okay. When you go to query, you want to know the first name of the podcaster. And this is also the same when you go to be interviewed, make sure you know that first person's name. And when you're pitching in your email, you want it to be short and succinct. And so you just pitch three different bullets of here's three different topics that may benefit your audience. So when we are being a guest, it is not about us and us promoting our stuff. It is about how can we benefit your audience? And those are the things that you want to pitch. I really like that because that's what I look at. I look at when someone is like, hey, I, I think I would be a good fit for your show. And I've had this happen where your best writing life, we provide tips and information on how they can excel in their writing life to have that best writing life. And I've had authors query me like through Facebook Messenger and other places and go, my book just came out and it's about this and this and this, and I'd love to be on your podcast. Well, their book has nothing to do with helping a writer and feeding into the life of a writer. And so I'm, I immediately, I go, oh man, they, they don't even know what the show is about. And so they're just randomly tossing out their queries and in sometimes an unprofessional way, because they're going and asking you questions on Facebook. I much prefer an email to come across. I prefer that because I know the person has taken the time and then they show me what their website is. I can go to their website. I can see, is there something here that would benefit a writer? And I like what you said as well, Susan, as far as just give us three points, three topics that would feed into the life of the listener, the audience. Those are excellent, excellent tips to share with them. 
What type of response did you get? Because I know that you have just, with your number one selling book, 17,000 copies sold within three years. I mean, that's just fabulous. Were you doing this type of activity at that time as well? Or are you just doing more of this right now? How did how did some of that come about? Because I know those are numbers that our, our audience is going, wait, what? 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 <laughs> Well, in, initially, the first year that um, my my book Seven Steps to Get Off Sugar and Carbs came out, it I had the goal of be in one magazine article, whether online or in print, one guest blog post, and one podcast per month. So that was my goal as a as an author for marketing, and I did that for guest blogs and uh, articles. But I, I did only maybe quarterly with podcasting. So I think it was in the second year I was like, you know, I'm going to, you know, really try and get into this. I got my um, professional microphone. I started querying more. And and that year, two years ago, I got third place with that um crown award for outstanding broadcast media. So last year I was like, you know, I'm going to try and do it to where I'm doing one podcast a week. Well, I, I succeeded with three a month. And so with doing that, I really did boost sales. And then I did one first place in that um, crown awards last year. And it does show that if you focus and you're seeing what's working for you, and I liked how you really concentrated on the benefit of each area, you know, the benefit of a magazine article, the benefit of being on a podcast, the benefit of guest blogging, and looking at how quickly does the podcast come out? Is that something that you ask the host I do, but I usually have no control of that. Some are okay; it'll be out next week, and then some are, uh, you know, we we're booked out for three to four months. So they usually just tell me at the end of the recording. And I wanted you to kind of say that out loud so that people would know. It's not always you're going to be on the podcast and it's live and it's going on the air right now. Majority of the time, it is not. And majority of the time, it's not going to be coming out next week. But if you're really good at what you offer and your content matches the vibe, the, the audience of a particular podcast, and you interview well, you might even say to them, you know what, I have plenty where this comes from. If you ever need a last minute guest, I'm happy to be there. Have you used that at, in, in part of your proposal after you've been on a program with someone? I absolutely have. Yes, most definitely. So, yes. All right. What other interview tips can you give? You have been on numerous podcasts share some tips with us that will help the author who's like, okay, I'm just branching out in this. What should I know? I'm going to just kind of cut you loose there and let you just share what you'd like. Well, number one is I got a professional microphone. And so uh, the, the first one I got was a Blue Yeti mic. I had too many windows in my room. So that one really didn't work. So I, I went to Misty Hinkley Phillips. She's been on your show, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, she has. 
And so I went to, she has a great Facebook group, her Spark Christian Media Facebook group. And so if you need any kind of resources, I've just like asked her on there and everybody's like, oh, here's a link to this one or this one. And so I picked out my, you know, my microphone that I'm using now and I really like it. Uh, if you have dogs, pets, put them in the kennel across the house, close all the doors, turn off your cell phone. Turn off all the notifications on your computer. Uh, close all the apps on your computer. Close different website browsers because you want to have a really good bandwidth. You don't want any, you know, dragging of, of your sound or anything. Like when I was doing this and I did like 29 interviews in eight months, I had to make sure I knew the host name. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do two in a day. Make sure. <laughs> Make sure you know the host name before you go on. Uh, make sure you get it in your calendar. You want to prepare for your interview. So like in preparation for this one, uh, I, I created a, a course, how to book a podcast tour. I have a PowerPoint. I went back through and listened to my own video, reviewed the PowerPoint. So I knew I would have on the tip of my tongue everything that I needed to provide for you. So um, you, you want to make sure that your chair is comfortable, your temperature is comfortable. Are you going to be um, videoed? If you are, you need to be sure and know that so that, you know, you've got your makeup on, you have excellent professional lighting on you. And another thing is you want to have a free gift available to give their audience. So what type of free gift do you have on your website that you could offer their audience that that audience would benefit from? And I like that because you can have a gift that does not match the topic, that does not match the audience, and it can turn out to be a negative. Because that has nothing to do with why you're here or how your message can be extended. Now, there can be something that you give that might help someone in all aspects of their life. And that is kind of a, kind of a cool thing. But if you can really know and hone in and find something that would greatly benefit, then it just, it does. It rocks the world of, of podcast hosts. We're like, yes, because now I can say to everyone, you need to go to the show notes. You need to download that episode and you need to go and get the content that's being made available to you, for you today because it's an extension or it's beyond. It's like what you mentioned. You have created a course and give me the title of it again. It's called How to Book a Podcast Tour. So I try and put in there, I'm giving you the tips in, in a few minutes here, but yet this is a course that has a video handouts and um, it is on, again, cipa.podia.com. I mean, this is great because it allows those of y'all that are listening right now and you're like, you know, I hadn't thought of a podcast tour. This has really piqued your interest. Susan has given you some tips that are great, but she has a course. So I'd be like, I'd go out, check out the course, go check it out. See if it's something that would work for you. 
because then you can go to the course, you can download what you need to have, and you can refer to it again and again as you're creating your podcast tour. And I highly recommend what Susan offers. She offers great information, and I just, you know, appreciate her thoroughness when she's sharing and teaching. So recommend that to you. All right, so now we have looked at the way to find the podcast to query is basically get out there, um, talk to people while you're around them at writers' conferences, uh, join professional associations, network with people, get on Twitter, find out what's going there, check on social media, find out what's, what's happening there. And I like that you said, if someone is friending you, check their bio. Who are they? What is it about them? that maybe you would be a benefit for them and they could be a benefit for you as well. Finding out more about people is really just a a way of communicating and building a relationship prior to going on and being a part of a podcast. And then uh, you had mentioned also some of the, the tips regarding the email queries is take a look and listen to several of the shows and go back And look at it for three months ago. What topics have they covered? And don't pitch something that tells the host immediately, yeah, you're not familiar with my show, or you would have seen that this is this we've already discussed that even, you know, last month. And then write reviews. We love that tip. I absolutely love that tip. Yes, thank you so much for saying it, Susan. And I I do believe that you are one of the first reviewers for your best writing life when we started out. I remember that name. So I'm like going, I think she's done that for hours. So yes, go out there and make sure that you are writing a review rating. That helps as well. And then with your tips, the microphone is perfect. You've got to get the microphone right. You have to be able to have the sound the best that it can be where you're at. Control your environment to the best that you can and being prepared for the podcast that you're going to be on and be specific to it. That's absolutely phenomenal. So we know, in essence, where we can go and start looking for podcasts. We know that they're something we can participate in and feed into the lives of the audience. What do you feel is the most important part of a podcast tour as far as being an effective method of marketing? Well, a couple different things. One is the listener gets a flavor for your personality. And if you are passionate about your topic, it is going to come across. I mean, it's a, it's a virtual world these days. And the tone of your voice and stuff does not come across the pages when you're reading, but it does when you're listening. So they get a flavor for your personality. Do they, do they, you know, sync with this person? Do they, you know, identify, can they relate to this person? And then two, think of how long podcasts are out in the podcast world arena. It could be decades until the show is like taken down. If it's ever taken down, who knows how long it's out there. So I did a podcast a year ago, and I just got a health and wellness coaching client last month from a podcast that she heard that was published in the spring of last year. So she heard it. It totally related to her. She contacted me. So we're about to have our our second coaching. And it's inexpensive. 
We don't have to pay hundreds of dollars. We don't have to pay for, you know, all these different types of ads, magazine, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, whatever ads. It's going to take us time. It's going to take us effort, but it doesn't cost us any money for this type of advertising. You know, when we have our ministries as Christian writers, we don't have a lot of money for the advertising. And as Christian authors, all authors, we are the ones who are expected to market our books. Well, if you feel comfortable speaking in front of others, then being a guest on a podcast is an excellent way to do that, to subtly market it if it is going to benefit the audience. And then I'm getting in front of your audience, Linda, which is totally different than, you know, another healthy living audience. And I also tried to vary my podcast genre. So it wasn't just healthy living. So some of them are about writing. I was on the Prolific Writer podcast, and um, the person who hosts that is a pastor. And, you know, I was on another podcast about starting a career after the age of 50. You know, that has a totally different audience. So I am being heard by all these different audiences that don't know about me or the products that I publish. So I found it to be a great way to do it. I've, I've really enjoyed it. How much time... Do you find yourself devoting to the marketing aspect of this? Do you set up your whole month ahead of time? Is that, are you looking at setting up a week at a time? What has been most effective for you? And I know we're all different personalities and what works for one doesn't necessarily work for another, but I just really like the methodology that you use Would you be willing just to share just a little bit about that with us? Sure. So like last year when I was, you know, really going to try and have four a month of podcast interviews, er, you know, every week I would spend a couple of hours on this. I send out queries because I will tell you that you're only going to get like 20 to 30% of yeses. You know, some you don't even hear from. That's why networking with professional associations, people you know, or people you know of friends that have podcasts, it's a lot of, many times in this world, it's who you know. So, uh, you know, you get more yeses that way. And so I, every week I spent a couple hours. Um, I don't think it was a half a day, but I spent a couple hours querying. And I, you know, I would develop query letters and I I give a couple of those in the courses. You know, this is a model. Here's a, you know, another model. So I'd have one for healthy living. I'd have one for food addiction. I'd have one for candida overgrowth, you know, for the different things I was pitching. And so, you know, I'd send those out and then you would have the time that you were being interviewed. So I would have, you know, most times one hour a week of when I was being interviewed. It may have been a half a day a week between between the two. And since the end of last year, after I got the, the Christian Author Network Award and stuff, since December, I have not had to go out and seek podcasts. In fact, they've been coming to me and asking me to be a guest. So 
you know, the tide kind of turned this year after I was on, I guess, so many of them last year. And I like that you stay focused. What I hear often, Susan, is someone that'll say, well, I tried that. I tried that a couple times or I tried this. And so they kind of flit from one area to another area to another area. And it sounds to me like you really are good at staying focused. This is what I'm going to do. And this is where I'm going to put my energy. And it has certainly paid off for you. Yes. Yes, it has. I found it an effective way for marketing. A very effective way. All right. Well, you have given us so much today. This has been amazing. And I have a question for you. In this season of life, what is bringing you joy? Well, it's a gorgeous spring right now. And I'm really enjoying going outside every morning and doing my devotions with the Lord in nature. I live on five acres, so I'm surrounded by woods. And uh, I've read somewhere that you, you need, like we have so much time on our phones and on our computer, and we need rest in nature to recover like parts of our brain to recover from all of this technology. So I enjoy drinking my tea, being with the Lord and doing my devotion in the morning on my front porch, overlooking the woods, listening to the birds. I've been even just going outside and just doing a couple hours of my work a day outdoors. And that brings me joy. And I also love walking in nature. So I have um, a couple of nature trails just on my acreage where I just go and walk in the woods. And I love it. Oh, that is so good. I enjoy the same thing. We're on a little under four acres. And just to go in the early hours of the morning and listen to the birds. I love doing that and spending time and just pondering on the Lord. My, my quiet time actually starts way before there's light anywhere. So, <laughs> so I get to have some of that and then I'm able to go out and just enjoy. And even the days when we have rain, which we are in dire need of right now, but just to be able to hear, hear the rain and enjoy it is, is a joy for me as well. And I also know that you have an offering that's going to bring a lot of joy to our listeners. Share with them what gift you're making available to them. Yes, it is a guide to, um, it's a guide to an author media kit. And it's like, I think it's like six to eight pages. And what it reviews is the top 10 essential ingredients that you need to include in your media kit. We'll make sure we have all of these links in the show notes. So you've got them there. As we're wrapping up, tell us a little bit about the Christian Indie Publishing Association. Okay, Christian Indie Publishing Association, we also call it CIPA, C-I-P-A. It was created in 2004. Um, to provide independently published authors and small publishers with resources to publish like a traditional publisher. Because, you know, learning about the self-publishing industry, it's, it's challenging. And so SEPA, it offers things like free title setup for Ingram Spark discounts on ISBN numbers. There's 17 different discounts and you usually can make up your 
uh, annual association fee by using a discount. And there's also educational materials. There's eight courses like uh, how to book the podcast tour is free. It's free in SEPA. Oh, that um, list of 125 uh, podcasts, podcasters and radio shows seeking guests, that's free. There's um, nine different courses. There's 17 different guides and checklists. There's like a book launch marketing checklist and how you create a book launch team. There's how to get your book in Barnes and Nobles. Um, How do you do media pitches and media interviews? How you write a press release? Tips for getting more book reviews is a course. Create a professional looking book is a course because there's a lot of things to learn about creating a book that is professional and doesn't look like it isn't a traditional published book. And then there's marketing and advertising benefits. There's networking benefits. And so it just goes on and on. We'll have the link there as well. And it would be the christianpublishers.net. We will have the link to that association. I will tell you, you have been a wealth of information. This is so good and just greatly appreciate your time, Susan. Thank you for being here with us. Oh, thanks so much. Thank you for having me, Linda. It's been great. And I want to thank all of you for listening. Thank you, my friends, for being here. And take a moment, as Susan said, to subscribe, to rate and review, because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being here with you next time on Your Best Writing Life.